This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hello, my little cheese doodles. It's me, Allison. Have I called you cheese doodles before? I find it hard to believe that I haven't, and yet I can't think of a time I have. So if it's someone's at home with a, a, a wall of their house devoted to like a carry from homeland style insane thing tacked up on the wall with lines pointing to and fro, indicating all the various carbohydrates I've called you over the course of this show, please let me know if there's any sort of tack, pin, or flag or um, um, gigantic knife stuck into the piece of paper that says cheese doodles. I feel like Carrie from Homeland, would she would stab a knife <clears throat> into a piece of paper on the wall. I mean, granted, this is not current Carrie. She's in a better place now. Also, still drowning in my own phlegm, so I just want to apologize in advance. Uh, the actual show with Jake and Amir, who are great, is about to start in a minute, but first I just want to waste your time. I'm just chatting about nothing. I mean, I have things that I want to chat about, but first I'm going to chat about nothing. Perhaps you're thinking this sounds not as good as it normally sounds. And that is because Gary is not here to be uh, working on the levels. And I am record- Well, Gary's actually here. He's just not here currently in my house, which is where I am. If he were, he would say, let's do this in the studio. Why are you insisting on doing this at home? But you know what? Go fuck yourself, Gary. I make the rules. <clears throat> I mean, not really, but I'm just saying here I am recording this, even though it doesn't sound as good. Okay, you know what? Let's just get to the real meat of this. The, um, yeah, the meat. I'm, hear that? That's paper rattling around. Anyway, I want to tell you guys about the no-no. It is a new year. It's time for a new you. Quit being that hairy person or quit being that person who is getting laser hair removal or waxing or doing various sorts of painful and expensive things to remove the hair when you can just get the no-no it is this little electronic device that is no bigger than a cell phone and when i say no bigger than a cell phone i'm referring specifically to the nokia cell phone that i had a few years ago it's just a, it's a different shape than an iphone you know or a sidekick, if you will. The point is it's small, it's portable, and you just um, run it along your skin, along the hair that you want to remove, and it does not hurt at all, but it does remove the hair. And when they told me that it doesn't hurt at all, I thought, I don't believe you, because I I don't enjoy pain, and I feel a lot of it. I'm, I'm kind of wimpy that way. But I, I conquered my fears, and I did it. Um, and it's fun, too, because it, like, lights up in a, in a certain way, letting you know when you're doing it right or when you're doing it wrong. Uh, and it, I not only did it not hurt, but I really didn't even feel it at all. Um, so you guys need the no-no. And it, it, you get weeks of long-lasting results, professional results at home. Uh, it's affordable, no more nicks, cuts, ingrown hairs, and it works on all skin types, all hair colors, and is safe and effective for both men and women. It uses a patented Thermacon technology to remove and treat hair for weeks of long-lasting results. So there's a special exclusive offer for you guys, and to take advantage of the offer, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com 
or call 800-508-4815. Here is the exclusive offer. You get the no-no device. You get a facial kit so you can use it not only on your body but also to remove facial hair. Looking at you, hairy face people. A travel case so you can take it wherever you go. It's a pretty snazzy travel case, by the way. And the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them so you don't risk a penny to try the no-no. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, here we are. It is time. Time for the show to officially start. How exciting! Um... My guests on this episode were Jake and Amir. I've been a fan of them for a long time. And the show went in sort of a different direction than I expected. What am I talking about? You'll just have to listen to find out what I'm talking about. Um, I think it'll be clear. Anyway, okay, here we go. Here's the episode. Get ready. Love you guys. Okay. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here with Jake and Amir and it's very exciting. So I used to live in New York and I've been aware of you guys and thought you were really funny for a long time. I guess initially I probably found your college humor stuff. Is that what I would have? Like if I have seen videos of you guys being funny and then I saw you guys being funny on a TV show. What was it that I saw? Wow. Okay. Uh, you probably well, first saw of all, thank you for having us. No, you're I'm, not polite. Sh- you're, you're a jerk. Let's you're, figure okay. out where how she's a fan of me first. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a web series on College Humor called Jake and Amir, and then you can see our videos on jakeandamir.com or on collegehumor.com. And then we also had a very short-lived TV show called The College Humor Show, and me and Jake were part of that. And you have a what you had a TV show on MTV yourself? Yeah, called Pranked with Streeter. Right. So you I might have seen that from- too. I know him here from uh, Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was also in the movie. All right. Hilarious. Thanks. You pointed out he's more famous than me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But the, the short-lived TV show took place in an office, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that is what I saw. Before that, I had seen your videos and thought you guys were really funny. And then now you have a podcast as well called If I Were You. Yeah. And it's an advice podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. That's right. And um, you have a new TV show being produced by Ed Helms? Hopefully. For you know everything. <laughs> Damn, she Holy did her shit. research. Yeah. My mom doesn't even know that. Well, that's just because she hates you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's talk. Well, there's, I want to talk about all of it. Let's talk about the TV show just because that's the most recent. That's the most recent, most yeah. exciting. Yeah. Right. So what's the story with that? Well, so we're, we have um, a pilot script deal with TBS, which could turn into a TV show or could turn into absolutely nothing. We're hopeful that it will turn into a, in, into a TV show. And that's true. It's being produced by Ed Helms. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. But it's a – now, what does that mean, pilot script deal? I um, Honestly, I'm not even sure. Oh, let me Go explain ahead. it to yeah. Jake. So, no so, one, I, I, we have agents and they never yeah, do yeah, jack yeah. shit Okay, so it. this is what happens. So mm-hmm. they uh, – TBS wants to develop a TV show with us, me and you, Jake. And uh, they're not – Tight, tight, yeah, tight, tight. But tight. the process works as thus. You have to first write a script and they have to green light the script and then we would produce the script as a pilot. And then if they like the pilot, it becomes a television show. Wow. So as of right now, we're in the early stages, which is uh, developing an idea for a script, and we're doing that with a couple showrunners that are veteran TV writers, Mike and Nate, Lisby and Rieger. No. Yeah. Yeah, Lisby and Rieger, respectively. And then we have a 
production company that's helping us out, which is Ed Helms' production company. And the deal is for the script, and if they like that, then you'll do a pilot, or it's for the script and the pilot, and if they like that, it'll be a TV show. If they like the script, then they shoot the pilot, and if they like the pilot, then they make the TV show. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a lot of steps along the way. Yeah. Just to dash your dreams. It's really scary, but then you think about all of the steps that happened before these last huge three, and it's like, wait, we got really far. We would be like bummed if nothing happened, but it's also it's exciting that we came here from making little videos on our handheld cameras to sitting in a room with Ed Helms, and he's like, I like your idea. Yeah. Like, wait a second. The yeah. first like 150 videos were bad. So <laughs> considering that. Like if he had seen one of those, we would have been screwed. Yeah, there's no way. It doesn't make sense that he would ever see them enjoy it. But mm. I guess you have to make really shitty videos. I can curse? Yes, please. I guess you have to make really sucky videos. Uh, before <laughs> she you said make yes, please, but shook her head no. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Fuck. Whoa, whoa. 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 Yeah. We'll edit that out, right, guys? <laughs> so how did you end up in front of Ed Helms? Um, his manager is also our manager. So when we were thinking of cool people to help us out along the way, his was the first one we came up with, and then we were like, all right, sure, reach out to Ed Helms and see if he wants to work with us. And then he saw our videos and was like, yeah, sure. And we're like, really? All right, good. <laughs> and <laughs> the- you saw the shitty ones? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, he said. Not yet. Uh, but yeah, we were very fortunate enough to have some such an established comedian, uh, actor, writer, and producer helping us out. So how's it going coming up with the idea for Terrible. the script? Yeah. Awful. He's, the problem is he's not good. Like, <laughs> he's, so. he's mean <laughs> and dumb, which are the two worst things you can be. No, he's the opposite of that. Uh, Smart and nice? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, coming Some up, good too. Coming up with the idea is a fun challenge because we're, we've never really – we've written TV shows just for practice, but we've never like understood exactly what goes behind making a TV show work. Right. So we're working with these two veteran TV writers and we're pitching them ideas and they're like, that's a good episode, but not necessarily a good pilot. So we're sort of learning the intricacies of what makes a good pilot a good pilot. We're story. learning a lot. And Teach the, me some of that because I don't know any of it. Well, we still barely know. You should yeah. meet Lizzie and Rieger, <laughs> yeah. actually. They should actually. Can we get them in here? <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting in that Nissan out there. <laughs> uh, and also, like the our writing process for the Jake and Amir videos, which we're still making, is it's so – haphazard we'll just sit in a room goofing off until we come up with some idea that we think is funny and then we write it in 20 minutes and we're cracking up the entire time and writing a tv show is very very deliberate we're just like thinking of an idea and turning it over from like and looking at it from every possible angle right there's a lot more pressure on the show because it has to like one work comedically and then two also work as a great story that people want are like interested in and there are rules and unwritten uh, certain guidelines that you have to follow. And for the web, it's just like, oh, this is two minutes of somebody pooping on a plate and Amir eating it. That's funny yeah. enough. Slap it on the internet. Who gives, who gives an S? <laughs> we can swear. I know. You're I just feel afraid. bad. <laughs> um, oh, lost my question. That means it probably wasn't a good one. How did you guys meet? <laughs> so we just looked at each other so romantically. <laughs> Do you want to tell it or should I? <laughs> Uh, we uh, met working for College Humor. I was an intern, and Amir was a writer, and uh, and now it's the opposite. <laughs> now Amir's my intern, <laughs> if you can imagine. I didn't realize. So you had the, you were a uh, subordinate. Yeah, were you? I guess you were, but not necessarily my subordinate. Not yours, but I mean, I did. 
My, one of my first tasks as an intern was to send you videos to approve them for College Humor and put them on the site. <laughs> and I was so bad at it <laughs> that uh, eventually they just told me I didn't have to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you would send me photos and I'd be like, that's not a video. And you're like, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. So I, like, I, what's like, a video? I understood the future of the web, dude. Yeah. Now it's all photos. Now it's all BuzzFeed. <laughs> you didn't listen to me. We could have been, been successful. Jake was writing listicles in 04 <laughs> back when nobody gave a crap. <laughs> Did you – and how long have you guys been out here? Uh, or are you permanently out here now? We're permanently – I've been out here six days. Yeah. Really? We, just, we literally just moved. And I've been out here for a month. Wow. I didn't realize how – We're fresh. How fresh you Can you, you see are. how pale we still are? Brand look new. at me. And I've been uh, here for a while. <laughs> I've been here for eight years. <laughs> you just live in the studio though. That's right. Well, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Wait. When did you move from New York to LA? Three years ago, but I grew up out here. Oh, so. I, that was the same thing with me. Is it weird okay, to be yes. back as an adult? It's like a different – it's a different city as an adult than as yes. a child, right? Well, I grew up in Orange County. Okay. Um, and then I went to college and then I came back and I was there for a little while. And then I went to New York and then I moved back and then I moved to L.A. Um, so – You've been all over the place. Where was college? Pomona College. Oh, so you've been Claremont. in California for a while. Yeah, I That's where David been. Foster Wallace taught we learned today. That's right. You learned that today? Mm-hmm. What are the chances of that? It's weird. Crazy. I guess – wait. Let me figure it out. How many authors are there? Eleven? What do you know? Bad. <laughs> one in a million? Not even close. <laughs> how, did, how did that come up? The uh, one in a million? Oh, I just made it up. As no, a, the, <laughs> the David Foster Wallace thing. Uh, it was oh. rec- a book was, of his was recommended to us. And then he said he killed himself in Pomona. We were talking yeah. about the AVN Awards. Yeah. Which are this weekend in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. 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 And then somebody said that he wrote a funny article about them. Right. And then the, when we were going to order the book. Yep. Yeah. The end. Killed there himself in Pomona. Would yeah. You, was Pomona that depressing? You were there for four it, years. Did you want to kill yourself? I didn't, actually. I almost went to a college where I suspect I would have. Which is what? Reed College. Oh, in Oregon? Portland? Yes. I thought I wanted to go there. Portland's beautiful. I know. And for some reason, I had it in my head grow, growing up because my dad had gone to a small liberal arts college. Called Oberlin. East. Canyon College? No, Swarthmore. Swarthmore. Yeah, Swarthmore, of course. Isn't that Mm – just figures, right? Yeah. Yeah, And I had it in my head that Reed was like the West Coast version of that and I wanted to stay on the West Coast. So anyway, I went up for um, a weekend and everyone there was miserable. Mm -hmm. The graffiti in the bathroom said, I I, I have to get out of this place. (laughs) Everyone had their backup school. It has a – What's the word? It's not retention. What's the word? Attrition. Oh, attrition rate. Yes. Attrition rate. A really high one. Yeah. So like what's people it, just attrition fall rate? off every year. Oh. Yeah. There's not – Like 20% like, of the incoming freshman right. graduate. Everyone has their where they're going to go next plan. Oh, wow. And then the next weekend I visited Pomona and people were really happy and – it's the weather. Imagine how much sun you get in Reed versus Southern right. California. I guess. It could be that. I think it's like an, an institutional just – difference of a mindset i don't right. know but it just seemed... has bad weather but probably happy students anyway pomona i thought it was not depressing but for david foster wallace it well i think he was just a well if you're, if you're yeah if you're clinically depressed then yeah. lots of things would be depressing right yeah for so. instance california sunshine might be depressing <laughs> uh if you're depressed <laughs> You're I looking at everything it, through yeah. the angle of uh, – or through the lens of uh, this is bad. Yeah, what's the, the opposite of rose-colored glasses. Right. Shit-colored right. bifocals. <laughs> well, bifocals aren't the, the opposite, opposite of glasses. glasses. No, yeah, yeah obviously. Right. But Which like... actually for me, you know those – you know how sunglasses, they can either be kind of like a bluish tint or mm-hmm. they can be orange? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, the shit glasses would be the orange ones because having to look at the world through orange would make me want to puke. No. You would hate the, the movie Traffic. That's the one I prefer. Really? Like orange? black versus brown shades? Yeah. I'm all brown. Really? It makes, everything, so... it makes everything glow. It's golden. 
Gold. Yeah, makes it look like the magic dingy. hour. Yeah. Really? Did you hate the movie Traffic? Because that, that shit was orange. Yes, it was. What's I didn't that? See traffic. What's that? I didn't see. It. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Say that a little bit louder. She's saying it into a microphone. I didn't see it. Is it orange? Because I will steer clear. <laughs> this steer clear studio is very orange. It's really orange. I thought I was okay looking at a Mandarin it. for two hours. Right? It was just an orange, orange. You know what? I think I saw it in Mandarin. That's why. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was subtitled in, in Mandarin. Yeah, you were playing yeah. mandolin. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I was watching Mandarin, Mandarin. Anyway. So is that weird for you coming back as an adult? Yeah, I mean, so far it's totally different. Like all my friends live in areas of Los Angeles that I never, li- never even visited growing up. Like what? Like Los Feliz, like Echo Park. All the hip areas. Yeah, all the hip areas. Those were not places for seventeen-year-old Jewish nerds. <laughs> Those were not still safe. Not. <laughs> They're still not for seventeen-year-old <laughs> Jewish nerds. Oh yeah, but now I'm just a thirty-year-old Jewish nerd, so I'm allowed to go there. Yeah. Now they're made for you. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in Encino, and then where did you go to college? Berkeley in Northern California. Mm-hmm. And then did you go to New York right after that? Yeah, right and after, like two weeks after graduation. What was your plan at that point? What was my plan when I got to New York? Yeah, like what did you go to New York to do? Oh, I went to New York to work for College Humor, which is where I oh. met Jake. Yeah, so yeah. you already had the job lined yeah, up yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hired me while I was still in college. And they're like, whenever you're done, just move out to New York. That's great. Yeah. So you were writing for them while you were in college? Yeah, I wrote for them when I was a sophomore, junior, and senior for free. Just to get my words read by thousands of people because it was really exciting as like a 19-year-old. I'm sorry for saying it again, but nerd Jew. (laughs) (laughs) You're very self-deprecating. There's no other way to describe me at the time. I was a puny Jew nerd. I don't know. (laughs) Can you think of another adjective? I guess you could drop Jew and it would sound a little less hateful. (laughs) So, Uh, So how did you discover them and how did they discover you? Oh, everybody in college knew about College Humor. It was just like a cool website at the time. And now it's, I'm sorry, but a a nerd Jew. (laughs) Be sorry, yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, it was very popular. Like I was making like, trying to make like cool, funny videos. And like, where should I send them them off to? And like, it was like three websites at the time, like E-Bombs World. Remember E-Bombs World? Yeah. Fark.com. Fark, I remember Fark too. (laughs) So these are like the hot websites in 1999. Mm -hmm. It was Fark, E-Bombs World, and College Humor. And then I noticed people were writing articles for College Humor. So I was like, I emailed the editor, Ricky, who's still in charge of the whole thing, and asked him if I could write for the website. He's like, sure, send me a sample. And if it's funny, I'll put it up. What did you write? Do you remember? What did I write? My first article? I think it was like, hmm, I don't know. I'm just going to make something up. It was like Great. something about like t- what to do at a party when you're not invited or something like some sort of list of like things to like blend in. I don't even remember what my first article is. Neither do I. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I sure don't. <laughs> okay. So you moved there with a job. Yeah. And then you were there for how many years? Um, Jake can leave the room at this point, right? What? I'm next. <laughs> He's next. <laughs> uh, we were there for eight and a half you were years. There. This is your interview. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I'm going to ask questions too, actually. Eight and a half years exactly. And how did that make you feel? It was fun. It was, it was every winter was harder than the last. I never imagined that I would live there for eight and a half years for, I didn't think I'd be there for more than four just because I didn't have enough money. It was a very expensive city. I had no family there. I guess my oldest brother lived there when I first moved there, but he left shortly thereafter and I was just sort of on my own. It was sort of a new, exciting college part two. Did that make you scared? 
I was scared but excited at the same time just because New York is such a new challenge and I got there in the summer and, you know, New York in the summer, it's just like everything yeah. feels, I don't know, like all the possibilities are endless at that point. And then That's amazing. It was, it was the new time of college humor where like everybody was sort of young. I was 22 years old, probably of one of the oldest people there at that point and it was just like, okay, these five people alone in a room, let's try to make a, a product at the time we were writing the book, The College Humor Guide to yeah. College and we were just like, let's have fun. This is the summer of our lives. So between 2005, 2006, 2007, all that's all I was doing, writing, 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 writing books, writing mm-hmm. articles for the website. It didn't even occur to me to try to write videos because, you know, videos were a hobby of mine in college. But at the same time, this was a t- this was pre-YouTube. Nobody made videos for the internet. Of course. It was cumbersome. I had yeah. to upload QuickTime files, Windows Media files, and hope to God that people understood, like, how to download them. I would get free hosting from my college. I'm still using, like, ocf.berkeley.edu email addresses just to, like, keep up the ruse that I go there, trying to get people to go to this website that whose URL you couldn't even remember if you tried. And then <laughs> 2007 rolls around, and I meet this, this, this god, this golden god. Oh, no. Who's... <laughs> <laughs> who probably changed my life for the worse yep. now that I think about it, but uh, ultimately altered the course of my personal history. And I guess in a very infinitesimal way, everybody's uh, who's seen our videos uh, uh, history also. Definitely because, inf- infinitesimal yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's a little self-aggrandizing, even even <laughs> using the word infin- infinitesimal uh, to say they altered someone's yeah. life in any way. Well, it's kind of like a humble brag is what it is. I wouldn't say it's humble. It was, it was a direct <laughs> douchey brag. Yeah. <laughs> our videos changed people's lives, did yeah. you just say? <laughs> well, humble people. part is to say infinitesimal. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I said it right the first time, the second time butchered it. Infin- yeah. Infinitesimal? <laughs> Infinitesimal, infinitesimal. It sounds about right. And 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 so and Jake, you grew up in Connecticut, is yeah, that right? I grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. And then, all right, interview over. <laughs> okay, so Amir, um, and where did you go to school? Tell me about Harold and Kumar three. Uh, I actually I went to a couple different schools. I never finished. I'm a dropout. This changes everything. Yep, was yeah, one nothing of them at Dartmouth? all. Dartmouth. Uh, oh no! This this school would never let me in. I just bought this shirt online because I liked the the colors of it. They almost didn't let you buy the shirt. They they <laughs> saw your GPA and they're like, I don't even want you uh, sporting our our emblem on your chest, you yeah. idiot. At a bar, actually, I somebody said, Oh, Dartmouth, what year? Yeah. And I said I didn't go, and he tried to rip the shirt <laughs> off me. Uh, I went to the first school I went to was Moravian, which is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And um, uh, after that was over, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't welcome to get back because my grades were so bad. But it was good because I didn't want to go there anyway. Then I uh, went to Southern Connecticut State University. Uh, they didn't enjoy me there because my grades were so bad. So I, <laughs> I had a poor attitude and a poor work ethic. I, to boot. Uh, yeah. So I was not welcome back there. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Hunter College in New York City. Uh, where I was allowed to go, and I liked it fine, but I started interning at College Humor right at that point. And uh, after my first year there, they said if I wanted a job at College Humor, I could have it. So I dropped right out of school, started working at College Humor. Smart. Yeah. Smart. And, and for you, was it the same thing where you had for a long time you know, enjoyed College Humor and – Yeah. You know, back to- in – I'm not going to finish my sentence. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to finish oh, it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't going anywhere. I saw I where it was going. And I, I was not like, finishing it. Thank you. All right. Good. I, I'm, I'm picking it up. I'm ready. I used to go to College Humor because they had uh, pictures of boobs. It was like boobies. Way, way Breasts. Mm, right. Yeah. You, go on. Tits. Okay. Uh, so Hooters. Before I realized that they had any funny articles, and I then I went to college. I was still like checking out the site for the- um, Hooters. Yep. Honkers. <laughs> knockers. Uh, I got it. And- 
uh, I saw an Boobies. article posted there. I think it was actually by Tits. Streeter. Tatas. Tatas, yeah. Tatas, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Jugs, did we say? Uh, so there was, yeah. there was an article there. Sweater puppies and are actually, hands. this is the moment that changed my life. <laughs> nipple holders. <laughs> grapefruit. Boobs are nipple holders. The whole purpose of the entire boob Boob, is to hold hold up the nipple. nipple. Uh That's right. Yeah, evolutionarily speaking. Uh, On an infinitesimal level, I think that's true. (laughs) Infinitesimal. (laughs) So I found out in college that College Humor had funny articles. And then I started – I think I never submitted that first year, but I would start – I would start and not finish tons of articles to send them. And uh, then when I got kicked Mm, out of school – That was sort of a a theme. Yeah. Oh, stop. stop. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, and then when I got kicked out of school, I started um, over the summer. I think I was like, I should really, really do something. So I was sending articles to College Humor and uh, and then they started going up and that was it. Had you both always wanted – like what, what did you want to be when you were growing up? When I was younger, I wanted to write for television or write um, – fiction novels or something but that was because i didn't even know that our job i mean our our job didn't even exist yet we found out about our job as we were doing it we were making internet videos and then people started giving us money and they were like oh wow this is our job we can just be internet video writers it's true i guess nobody was making internet videos for a living in 2007 maybe a few people were right maybe but then by, by youtube sort of changed everything because then it's like oh i can just make a living off youtube it's weird to think there was a time before YouTube. Yeah, because it just feels like it's always been there. Pre Lazy Sunday. Yeah, I'm. I remember YouTube like being like, "Oh, we I, when it sold for a billion dollars when Google bought it." I was like, "That's the stupidest fucking investment <laughs> ever," and uh, apparently not. Google's smarter than I am. Wow, who knew? And Amir... All of my teachers at Moravian Southern, <laughs> probably Hunter. When, probably. When you were a little kid, what in Encino? What did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? When I was super little, I wanted to be a tree. And that's that's smarter than uh, the media. I forget it. But then I turned like 15, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's being not a tree would be lame." <laughs> <laughs> I know I could do it, but would I even want to be a tree? Uh, I think I just wanted to be creative in a way. Like, I guess I w- I thought very practically about it. I'm like, maybe I'll be like in marketing or a commercial writer. That way, I can be make funny commercials or like, yeah, something like that. Some sort of creative field, but was an actual profession. I never specifically thought. I mean, I guess it was in the back of my mind. Oh, it'd be cool to write for TV, but I don't really know how to do that. You majored in business. Yeah, I majored in business because I thought that was like the most uh, practical way to uh, allow myself to be creative and turn thoughts into money. Is this the practical thing? Is that something that your parents raised you to think about? Probably. I mean, my parents are, you know... uh, they're nerdy not, Jews. Yeah, nerdy <laughs> Jews. They're like Israeli, a very strong-minded education, number one, always do your homework, always do well, why'd you get a B-plus type of parents. And then I guess it, it uh, subconsciously grew me to a person that like would treat school very seriously. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I better do as good as I can. And also business was the easiest major because if I wanted to just major in math or just major in econ – I would have to like get very, very far, like four years of math. You're learning some shit that I would have no idea. But business was good because it was like introduction to econ, then introduction to finance, then introduction to math, then marketing. So you're just learning like a smattering of things. You don't delve too deep. You just do a shallow array of many type of classes. Mm-hmm. And Jake, what are your parents like? Um, my, They're sort of like opposites. My mom is like um, 
uh, it's like Dharma and Greg. Yeah, my mom's like a, an artsy hippie into feelings, vibes, and energy. And my dad is a Jewish tax lawyer. Your dad is like and my parents. Together? Yeah, yeah, thirty-seven years. Yeah, it's a beautiful relationship, but uh, like you said, your mom could do so much better. I yeah, mean, well, I, my mom's I, a smoke show. Yeah, my mom's like, like a, fucking hot. She's a nine. My or dad 10. is just well. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's your a garbage is, trash. He's he's, a, he's a troll. He's a yeah. gremlin. He's an absolute gremlin. <laughs> yeah, troll. I swear to God, I, once I saw, I, I was trying to get in the house, and he, he wanted three riddles. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's he a little, said, little, yeah. Answer me these riddles three. three. And yeah, I said, excuse me, I'm your son. Yeah. You're a troll. And then you you jumped on his back like a Koopa Troopa, and uh-huh. he just he just shrunk. He yeah. was such a small. It was amazing. Yeah, he's a small, ugly man. I would I would apologize right now to my dad, but I know he's not listening. So of course, yeah, he would never support you. No, but my mom. Hey, mom, she's definitely <laughs> listening. I love you. You could do better. Yeah, do your parents watch your videos? Uh, my parents usually don't. My mom does. My parents have seen the videos, but like it's their. They moved to America at age 35, so, like, they don't really understand what we're doing. Like, aside from the age difference, like, most 60-year-olds have no idea what the fuck me and Jake are doing on the internet. I barely understand. I'm almost too old for to enjoy our videos. <laughs> and then there's also the language barrier. So, they like, they get that it's funny, but they're not necessarily eager to watch it. Mm-hmm. Do you speak Hebrew? Ken. Gamat? Lo. Ulai? Ktat? Lo. Beseda. Did you have a bat mitzvah? Como? <laughs> um, no, no. I, uh... It's a whole long story that's unpleasant to go into. Um, No, I didn't realize I was – okay. You didn't realize you were Jewish? That's right. Until you saw your first and last names together (laughs) and then it made a whole ton of sense? Here's the thing. No one (laughs) believes me when I say this because it's – I'm like so obviously Jewish. You're not Jewish? No, I am. Okay. But I didn't – I was raised to think I wasn't. That's the part that's like a crazy long story. By whom? Um, By my parents. Both of your parents convinced you that you were not a Jew growing up? Yeah, and you never looked in the mirror. Is that what they did? They hit. I... They hit all the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> you start crying. <laughs> no, it was. Um, I just believe I. Have you talked about this on the show before? I don't know if I've talked about it on mine. I've talked about it on Adams. I've talked about it before. She just believed in Jesus. That's it. It's un- <laughs> the reason I don't like talking about it is because I. It's one of those things, or the reason I don't talk about it that much is because I don't have any sort of like clean or neat narrative to explain it i still i'm like i cannot believe that fucking happened like that's so crazy to me do you have siblings i do uh, yeah i have a younger sister i have two older half brothers they all duped too i don't think my brothers were they're quite a bit older though but my sister was the way this is what happened mm-hmm. um we were walking do you know baboa island of course down in Orange yeah, County? New, yeah yeah Newport. yeah so after i was actually I, just there a couple weeks ago with my family there you go you probably walked by the spot where this happened okay um Walking, I'm doing the walking with my family. Walking by with my, my my mom, my sister, and me. I graduated college, and I said to my mom, and it was a question that I'd asked before. I said, "Mom, how is it that we look Jewish? Our last name is Rosen, and we have relatives who died in the Holocaust, but we're not Jewish." <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear her answer. She then jumped in the river. <laughs> Wait, did you say you had already graduated college at this point? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you found out a little earlier. No, I. No, it was like it was like the summer. Oh shoot! Now that's making me wonder. No, I'm pretty sure I was 22. Yeah, 22. Uh, So so what did your mother say? She got weird, and she said, "You'll have to ask your father." Okay. And I was like, 
oh shit, like instead of getting the usual like bullshit cobbled together that I've been hearing my whole life, this is taking a different turn. It's like that thing where like you suspect something but you tell yourself it's not true yeah. because you trust this person and like, I can't be Jewish. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's what I would tell myself. Every no, night but I mean bed. you suspect like you suspect that your parents are lying to you, but because yeah, yeah. it was a big thing to find out they've been lying. Like that was very upsetting to me to find out they've been because that's why I believed it is because to think that they could be lying to me. That's that, was that wasn't more even an option. Ups- it was exactly. I was that much like in the cult of their bullshit that I didn't. Were you religious for any other religion, or you guys were just like? <clears throat> not- I went to Quaker meetings for a while. Oh really? Wow. So your parents well, were so- just like, let's switch religions and not tell our kids. My dad's a lot older, and kind of a paranoid person in general. And when they moved to Orange County, I guess uh, the story I've heard is that lots some, of anti-Semitism. Yeah, well, that's something that my you know my dad's eighty and like he and he grew up in Brooklyn and so he there'd been anti-Semitism his whole life. He right. felt you know there'd been he'd encountered different pockets of it, but then they moved to Orange County. They kind of felt that Orange County is this like backwoods, stupid place that's nice to raise your kids mm-hmm. but i mean like that that's unfair what i mean is very close-minded and homogenous yeah and there was a story about some kid who i think had been beaten up at the elementary school that my brothers were going to and the religion never meant anything to my dad um he's a very non-religious person and he felt like he should be able to, to define who he is and he felt like if we don't think we're jewish then that's only going to help us in this town where to be Jewish is to be so different. Right. But essentially what happened is you have kids who are telling people they aren't Jewish, but everyone around is telling them they're Jewish and they're just like, why won't they admit it? Right. You know, it didn't. It's like the worst of both worlds. You were Christ still getting confusion. teased and taunted, but then at home you also were not. Getting, I was just conf- you didn't have an identity confu- at home. Yeah. Right. So it's weird. It was weird finding out and then to sort of assimilate that. Um, Mom's but- also Jewish. Yeah, it's my it's my mom's um, relative. It's my dad's family has been here for a while. It's my mom's mom who came over from Vienna, and the rest of her family died in the Holocaust. So I still, but there's still so much stuff I don't know, like about Judaism, that I feel like I should know. Um, just because people, when people wish me, like you know, say whatever it is you say on this hot, when people will, exp- it's like I feel like I have to. Many times I would go onto the internet to find out, okay, what happens on Rosh Hashanah? What happens on Yom Kippur? I just want to know what my landlord thinks I'm doing right now. <laughs> Wait, you're, are you married? Uh, I'm engaged. To Congratulations. a Jew? No, actually. Non-Jew. Non-Jew. There it is. It's over. No you're Jewish done. kids. Well, well no, because well, I am, so they right. will be. But are you going to raise them Jewish? I mean... She's going to lie to them. Tell them, <laughs> <laughs> Tell them they're cucumbers. <laughs> I don't... I don't think so just because I don't really have much relationship with it other than did you grow culturally. Up, did you grow up celebrating Christmas? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And you, neither of your parents grew up celebrating Christmas? They both grew up celebrating Christmas. Which I – but you, you now don't know the story is really confusing. Them. They both say that Hanukkah is kind – to them is kind of this like newfangled holiday that got ushered in. Right, to give to people get, presents. Right. Around Christmas time when the yes. Christian kids are getting yeah, presents. Yeah, but they both say that they every, every all the Jews they knew also celebrated Christmas. Like I said, you never know. <laughs> you never know with <laughs> you these can't guys. Know. Exactly. Um, but other than that, it's a wonderful relationship. <laughs> 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 totally comfortable with who I am. Um, 
but <laughs> Sorry that for was things a long, getting real. Though that's okay. No, it's good. I mean, I, w- I would like to be able to talk about it in a way that makes sense, both to me and to the people listening. And I still feel like I haven't arrived at that. Mm-hmm. It's still it so weird. It did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I, it's kind of crazy that it happened, but I, I see all the pieces. Yeah. And have I you see seen that the movie, everyone has the reasons. Have you seen the movie The Village? No. Well, you should see The Village. It's like a physical manifestation of what your parents did to you it's emotionally. It's not a great movie. I'm not sure she should see The Village. She should see The I Village. I think you should read the synopsis of The, the Village. Village. Yeah. Okay. I'll go look at it on Wikipedia. <laughs> Was that the M. Night Shyamalan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah Adrian would, Brody. That's a, that's a pretty ridiculous uh, a recommendation. Pretty, yeah. It's a pretty fun little flick, <laughs> it's not actually. A good flick. It's think, a good flick. I feel flick. like it was universally described as a bad movie. No. You're, no Do you guys ever see uh, the, village the Village? is when you start to get that. You like The Village? Chris is wrong. You like that's you did not bad, like the that's bad. but right, uh, universal <laughs> universal means everybody so they are just, just by one person right. liking it too actually including me they just proved you it. liked it yeah <laughs> you're you have to see it you're the tiebreaker okay, I will you know what it is sorry to go back to this for one second I think that nowadays everyone here accepts that like yeah it's totally safe to be Jewish. But yeah. my parents come from a time and a mindset where that is not something you can take for no, granted. No, that's like on the tail of the Holocaust. Or, yeah. I mean, like, not on the tail, but it's like a lot closer to the Holocaust right, than for it them. is now. So and, I think it's like my dad – and plus my dad's a doctor and he has this story of a patient who was like a prisoner of war and um, I, I don't know which war it was. But like someone came in and said, you know, OK, who here is Jewish and like – Six people raised their hands and then they were taken out and shot. And right. it was like, why did you feel the need to identify yourself if it's going to put you in danger? Wow. But that is so distant from our lives now. But well, your parents being Israeli, like what's their feeling about all this? Uh, they're very proud of Judaism and they think that's like super important to keep that tradition and the lineage going. Right. Because the Holocaust just like you lose six million Jews. So right. after that, you have to be like – we got to make as many Jews as possible. Yeah. But, you know, on a micro scale, I sort of understand where your parents were coming from because, like, when I grew up in, like, one small town that had a pretty – a lot of Jewish kids. And then when I was in seventh grade, we moved to another town that had mostly uh, Italian Catholic kids. And I, for the first time in my life as a 13-year-old, I realized that it wasn't cool to be Jewish and I was like, wait a second. These kids are making fun of me for being Jewish. Yeah, of course. Everyone's Jewish. Why are you making fun of me? And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to tell people that I'm not religious so I don't get made fun of. Sometimes and so like, it's easier, yeah. yeah for like a, and that's like my little kid logic. But it also applies to older people who are like, we want our kids to not be in danger. We want right. them not to be bullied. We want people to like come to my medical practice. I'm just going to not be Jewish. Well, Jake's half Jewish, so he has the, the, the ability to swing both ways. He's, yeah. a, he's a religious chameleon, actually. I just feel like if you're going to do it, go all the way and change the name. Yeah. Because – Rosen? Like, no, yeah. No one didn't think we yeah. weren't. There's too many negatives. Everyone – I was just – this is always the conversation. Are you Jewish? No. Yes, you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean most you're of the time Jewish. I wouldn't have even asked you. I would never be like, are you Jewish? Just at, at Allison Rosen. Yes, you're Jewish. I don't even – I would not – it's not a question. Right. It's like our friend Dan Gerwich who's pretty much Jewish but he's not Jewish. But everyone's like, no, you are. Well, people really <laughs> can't stand someone that they if – some, if people suspect someone is Jewish and that person says they're not Jewish – because it's been my experience, that drives people fucking nuts. Although I feel like they should just, like, it's not your business, let it go, but people are hell-bent on convincing that person (laughs) that they are Jewish. But aren't I not Jewish? I don't believe in Judaism. I don't think that that happened. Plus, your mom's not Jewish. And my mom's Christian. But people are like, but since I have so many Jewish relatives, I'm like, I am Jewish. Well, who's making the rules? Hitler or... Or or (laughs) Wait, did your mom convert? 
Um, no, my mom never converted. But she did this – I don't know what it's called, but somebody, some Jewish person told me once um, where like I got into some Matzo weird, ball soup? No, I got into a matzo ball soup. I got into some weird – right? I got into some weird pool with my yeah, rabbi. Matzo ball soup. No, it wasn't matzo ball soup. Was there matzo balls in it? Yeah, of so course. it was matzo ball soup. Yeah, noodles, carrots. My mom did this thing where she had to like give me to the rabbi. Mikvah. And it was it was a mikvah. Mikvah. That's and that's where a it's ritualistic like, bath. Right. It's like I'm cleansing uh, myself of my mother's dirty Christian womb. Right. And I'm born anew in this Jewish water as the uh, basically I'm the rabbi's matzo ball soup. Yeah. <laughs> matzo ball soup. Essentially, in short, matzo ball soup. Yeah. See, my dad will point. Not that specifically, but he'll point to these things in the Jewish religion that – like every religion has a lot of things you can point to and be like, that's super fucked up. Mm. But he'll point to all these and be like, and that's why I don't da, – da, da. that's why I don't you – know, that's why I, I don't have a relationship with the religion. And it's like, but you're, you're defining it in a way that no one, is, no one else in the world is allowing you to define it that way. Like everyone else – Pretty much regards it as a not a religion; it's a culture. Right. Yeah, you don't have to be an ultra orthodox version of any. You can religion. be an atheist Jew. You can be a fundamentalist Christian too, or you can just be a chillaxed Christian. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. There's extremist version of every religion. I feel like religion right. is just all about dinners. So yeah. you're just like who has the I, best food? Who has the, who has like the most? I just want to have as many religions in my in my life as possible. My mom's Christian, my dad's Jewish. That means I get to have dinner with my mom's cousins on Christmas and yeah. dinner with my dad's cousins on Rosh Hashanah. It's nice. Right. I just get to eat lots of different uh, celebratory dinners. Yeah, which I think is what Rabbi Akiva once said was the root of all Judaism was the dinner? food. Yeah, matzo dinner. ball soup. Yeah, matzo ball. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to go to heaven straight up. I swear to God, man. Heaven is the mat- a matzo ball the size of you, my dude, Los God. Angeles. <laughs> So I remembered my question that I forgot earlier. Oh, wow. In your TV show, are you going to be playing versions of yourselves? The TV show will sort of be an extension of the web series. So it'll be the characters that we play in the web series. Which is – is that an extension of ourselves? Is it a version – I feel like our names are the same. It's names not... are the same, but the people are different. For right. example, in the web series, I'm stupid if you could imagine that. Me? <laughs> Unintelligent? <laughs> and, I, and in the web series, I'm smart. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it is pretty backwards. How did – sounds almost like a James Lipton question. How did you find your characters? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> it actually, it was like – it was just trial and error really because we, we did this – Only we never aired. <laughs> yeah. We had one trial. Yeah. No, and it hit. We nailed it and it never changed. <laughs> we had like uh, – we would do a funny man, uh, straight man bit you know, off camera just at work for fun. Then we realized we were going to start making little videos and we kept that same dynamic. But sometimes I was the – I was the funny man. Amir was the straight man. And it just didn't feel as natural. Like I didn't like acting in that like ridiculous way. And I also wasn't good at it. And Amir is better at it. And it, I don't know. We just sort of like settled into one thing that made us laugh, which was Amir is a needy idiot that wants my attention <laughs> and affection. And we were like, oh, yeah, this is making us laugh now. And then it just never, ever really stopped. Yeah. I remember after like the fourth episode, we're like four episodes. Do we have any more ideas? <laughs> no. And now we're on episode 650, and we know that the answer was no. We didn't have any more ideas. <laughs> we had, at episode four, we had 146 more bad ideas. Yeah, and then, just to whittle through. Yeah. It wasn't just the ideas were not – I mean the ideas were fine, but the production value is so low compared to now. It's just like almost unwatchable. Right. To how, us. How do you guys do them now? Now we have – Two camera ops who we've been working with, like as soon as we were allowed to have camera ops, these guys, John and Giancarlo. And then we have 
a sound guy, an assistant sound guy, mm-hmm. um, a producer, and an assistant director. Yeah, who and an intern. The slate. And then people that, who do, like, I, the, the AD is so much more than the slate. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. <laughs> that is what our, one of our AD uh, – that's what our AD does in addition to all the other things that she does. But yeah, she's good at the slate. She, she, she assists the directors. Right. Yeah. Sure. Is there a weird thing going on? A weird vibe? Do you not no, like we, what's going on? We just want to give everyone proper credit, but we're too ignorant to fully explain oh. like their <laughs> jobs. I have, are. I have no idea what an AD does. I'm sure it's really, really important. But like, I'm so singularly focused on uh, myself <laughs> when I'm when we're acting. Yeah, when we're making our videos, it's like I'm sitting there. I have to know all my lines. I have to say stuff. So like, everything's happening around me, and I just expect it to go smoothly. The cameras are working. This audio is working. Lunch is being ordered. Lunch everybody, is show everybody up. else is more professional than we are, and yet we get all the credit and praise because we wrote and acted in it. But they're doing a better that's job. That's what's up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> nobody knows who Callie is. Nobody knows who Lisa is, and that's good. I don't even know who the fuck Lisa is. Right. <laughs> so now that you guys are out here, how does this work? With the was it was the crew based in New York before? Yeah, it's going to be a whole new crew. Well, hopefully we're going to be able to get John and Giancarlo to move out here because, one, the weather is better. I mean, let's talk about it, people. Yeah, 81 degrees nice. in and January. And two, we, can't, we literally can't do the series without them. Yeah, and we neither don't. can they survive without us. So right. it seems only right for them to move out to We're LA like two us. viruses that need each other to yeah. live. There's no host. It's, it's, it's all virus. <laughs> we're two viri. <laughs> um, so what made you guys decide to move out here? Uh, College Humor moved their production company out to Los Angeles. So uh, everybody was working in production. All the producers, the editors, the writers, the directors were all moved to Los Angeles. And they started this new company, a production company called Big Breakfast Productions. I didn't know this. I know. I it's all new. very out of the loop. Well, it's not really public knowledge. Not that it's a secret. It's just like not like a big deal because, you know, College Humor is still making videos mm-hmm. and we're still acting in them. And just it, it's a change more internally than externally. Why did they move out here? Do you know? I think it's just – cheaper to make videos out in LA. It's hard it's hard to do it in New York. Yeah. Everything and, is very small and expensive and cold and it's it's more painful to shoot. Right. So at a, at a certain point they were like, "Oh, let's open up a little LA production office." And then like that one slowly started growing and growing and growing until it just we were shooting we were shooting so many videos out here that it basically made no sense that we even had a production arm in New York City anymore. So then we did no we don't. That's were you it. reluctant to move out at all? Um yeah, I'm still wrestling with it. It's I don't know. It's weird. But uh, uh yeah, I don't know. I'm happy. <laughs> I was <laughs> ready to leave matters, York. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm I'm basically very content and uh proud of the decision, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jake, why are you f- having misgivings? I mean, I guess I'm not having misgivings. It sort of feels to me like um New York was just a lot of fun, and I still have friends that are back there. My whole family is from the East Coast, and Los Angeles. While it's it's the weather's really nice, it's it's just a huge move. So I have to like find my routine, settle in, learn the lay of the land here, and then I think I'm gonna like it. It's sort of like I've been equating it to graduating college, even though I never did that. Uh, yeah, this but is, like this is funny to hear what you think about graduating well, college, you, I, considering you're still two or and high years away. So like you know, by the time you're a senior in high school, I imagine it's like you're a senior in college. You, you just like you run the you run the whole school. It's great. You have you have all your friends. It's your the, the 
you're in your prime. You've established then, a rhythm and a routine. Right. And then you graduate and you're like, holy fuck, what do I do? I don't know how to live my life. But then That is how graduating college was for me, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, it's great. So but Nailed like it. so I'm not I don't necessarily want to go back and have a fifth year of college. Like I do feel like I have my time in New York and I'm done. But at the same time it's really hard to just my life's totally different now and I have to figure everything out. Yeah. But it's also like on the other side of that, perhaps what we're missing, which some I think my friend Streeter mentioned, is like not New York. The fact that it's more that we were all in our early twenties living in the same city without much responsibility, and like we missed that. Yeah, but I still feel like I have no responsibility. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's an astute point your friend made. Yeah, it's like you're missing a time more than a place. Yeah, that's definitely true. New York represents like your my youth. Yeah, for sure. But for me, it was a very uh, perfect timing because one, I like I just turned thirty, so I'm like, oh, New York is great for your twenties, and LA is great for your thirties. It's time to settle down. I also was in a relationship and it ended like right before, so I'm like, oh, okay, this will give me very convenient. A, yeah, this give is, me a new. He's start. so fucking lucky. Do you, like he was in college. He had a job before he graduated college. Moved to New York to a, to a job. <laughs> Two weeks after you graduate, that's insane. Yeah, and then like when the the other big you know crazy life Sorry, change, you like you have to move to New York. <laughs> you... Like, oh, actually, this is this is ideal because I'm newly single and thirty, so uh, I actually want this anyway. Are you complimenting me or getting angry? I can't. I tell can't if tell I should either. Be <laughs> Do He's I so you were punching lucky? <laughs> How long had you been with uh, the person that you broke up with? Uh, fourteen years. How long we can say our first and last name yeah. and number on the podcast, can't we? <laughs> No, not really that long. <laughs> three years plus, in between three and four years. What That's was, still it, what long was your time, joke? Though. Fourteen years. Oh, Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you guys broke up, and that did not have anything to do with the fact that you were moving out here. Uh, no, not really. It was such a weird timing thing. Like they broke up, and he found out the next week that we were moving. Right? Yeah, I, I, we broke up, and I was like staying on my buddy's couch, who was like the head oh, did of you live with college her? Yeah, we lived together, and then he's like. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just like want like a fresh start. Maybe this will be the time to move to L.A. And he's like, well, actually, we're all going to move to L.A. And I was like, oh, all right. That feels cool. like the first scene of a movie. So now I get to move. And also all my friends are moving, too. <laughs> I win again. That is Thank you, perfect. universe. <laughs> yeah, shit. You and the universe are on the same side. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You that piece you're, of shit. <laughs> that you're, you're giving me no credit where <laughs> credit is due. This is insane. I can't believe this is happening. Everything you have was handed to you on a silver <laughs> platter. platter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you think so? And I had to work for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was all handed to me on a silver platter, too. <laughs> Only by me. <laughs> I ate off the same platter. <laughs> he stole my platter. <laughs> I, it was handed to me on a silver platter, and you stole it. I was like, are there two forks? No, they're not. All right, I'll use yours. Get off my platter. It's silver. <laughs> Jake, are you in a relationship? Um, No, I'm not. So it's like a fresh start for you too, except it was also a fresh start for you there. <laughs> what? Oh, you just looked at me and raised your eyebrows. It's yeah, I guess it's a fresh start. I don't know. LA scene. I don't know what the dating scene is like out here. When is this podcast going to come out? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly yet. But is there something that? Is there know. a reason you're asking that relates to something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's a possibility that by the time it comes out. Me or maybe even Jake might be in a relationship. Do you guys on move it, fast? Uh, I don't know. When is this podcast coming out? January, February, March, April, May? Probably January. January. Possibly early February. Yeah. Anything how, long does, how long does it take? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> 
Are you casually seeing someone? What's uh, going on here? There's a girl here? that I have a crush on. I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, I can't believe this is even happening. <laughs> I told my whole story that I don't like to tell. Well, yeah, yeah wait, tell me about your fiance. <laughs> I'm happy. I would open up about anything. I just feel weird, like you know, speculating on somebody else's feelings. I've I got no idea what's going to happen, but I like someone. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking that for so long. <laughs> well, now Gary's laughing. I feel like I do not know what's going on, but everyone else does. What is going on? Well, no, Jake just looks like a 14 year old boy. He's <laughs> oh, okay. obviously being fucked with by his best friend, and he like just like reached for his headphones, like he was really uncomfortable, like he was trying to pull a hoodie over his head or yeah. something. It's just adorable. It's hilarious. He wants to retreat into himself. Jake's a giddy little schoolgirl. Do you get a- crushes a lot? Uh, Does he get crushes a lot? Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. You do. Okay. This one might be different, but you do get crushes a lot. Why might this one be different? I don't know. Because it's lasted for longer than two weeks. <laughs> oh, is that your problem? Yeah, I'm like a serial crusher. I like, I fall in love all the time, and I just think that it's. I th- I'm like, I, I will think I will say that four different girls are the one in a span of a week. Right, and then no one takes the actual one seriously because then they're like, "Yeah, sure, she's the, the one. boy she who cried wolf." Yeah. yeah. So you fall in love easily in relationships, or like you get a crush on someone and you fall in love with that person? I thought like micro love. I would like in a, I would never be in a relationship. Uh, for I I can't do it, but like I would go out on a date with someone and I would meet her and I would say, "Oh, she's like, yeah, this girl's okay." And then I have like one whiskey and I'm like, I'm picturing her in a wedding veil. Like she's, I'm going to marry her. And then I sleep with her and I'm like, this is amazing. You're the one, you're the best. And then she leaves and I'm like, oh, wow, I don't want to see her ever again. I want to talk to someone else. <laughs> I go out on another date. Like, oh, you're the one actually. So I don't know. How does that, how does she feel about that? Oh, she doesn't know. I'm sure she knows. But the, usually the one, the other girl in this relationship, the situation you described has no idea. Oh, like how do girls feel about that? Right. No, what I'm saying is I imagine the the one where you're like, I never want to see her again. Mm-hmm. She's probably like, I can't wait to see you again. Right. I think it's very confusing because like my um, – Your actions are totally different than your thoughts. Right. So my actions are – this is a thing that I don't understand. I think it's what makes me a sociopath. I I think after she leaves, I'm like, oh, of course I'll never see her again. She understands that. But obviously she just went home and was like, this guy uh, bought me drinks and made love to me and cuddled me. So – Maybe I'll see he him does again. like me. Yeah, but no. Of course not. Do you actually think you're a sociopath? Yeah, because I don't ever feel remorse about anything. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Do you think I'm a sociopath? Uh, maybe if the, the sociopath is a scale and it's like the ultimate sociopath is like 100 out of 100, you're like 50. <laughs> That's actually pretty high. Yeah. On this, this spectrum. Yeah. Jake is able to disconnect feelings from reality much easier than I know anybody to. Like, it's I'm like, oh, impressive I don't know. and chilling. I don't want to go out with this person. I feel bad leading them on. You're like, who the fuck cares? What does it matter? It doesn't mean anything. Do you not you, – so you, have you ever experienced guilt? Um, yeah. I, I've experienced guilt, but like I think the way I feel – I process it so quickly that it like would confuse people. Like I'll feel guilty for a morning and then I'll never think about it again. And other people are like if they get it, if they get dumped, they're depressed for like – three or four months or like a year. Like when I break, I broke up with a girlfriend and uh, I was sad for the night and then that's it. I'll never have, I'll never, I won't go, I don't go back. Hmm. What, Amir, what do you think is going on with him? With him? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a deep, deep issue. We don't even, I don't know how much time we have to delve into it, but uh, (laughs) I don't know what the the beginning of it is. I guess the, the, the most interesting thing is he was raised with a mom and four sisters. 
So for him to have such disregard towards female feelings is borderline incomprehensible. I mean, imagine doing to your sister what uh, a guy doing to your sister, what you do to these girls. And it just, it's disgusting. It's shameful almost. <laughs> this is, I, it's like going right over my head, man. <laughs> Jake's playing snoot on his phone right now. It's just impressive that I have snoot still. <laughs> I, get, I think. Um, I didn't know they had a snoot app. I wonder if they do. I do. I, I don't know. Probably. I don't. I don't think I mistreat anybody. So like the idea of like doing what I do to girls to my sisters, or like someone doing uh, what I do to girls to my sisters doesn't like bother me. It, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that I'm like misogynistic or mean to women. Well, if let me, let me ask this: if you knew that the girl had a lot of deep feelings for you, and right. you didn't have, a, well, but but at the point that you're. Sleeping with them, you do have feelings for them, right? Yeah. I, so that's that it, might be the difference. I think that the the sh- my feelings just you're don't not last really, long. like you you're in a sense quote unquote using them, but you're not really. It's not like you're like I feel nothing for you. I know you love me, but I just want to have sex, so I'm going to pretend I like. You're not pretending, right? I never lie. I just I genuinely fall in love for one night, and that's it. And I've never had to deal with somebody like. Or I mean, I've rarely had to deal with somebody having like really deep feelings for me because it never lasts that long for them to like have like really. So maybe that's deep maybe feelings. why you feel like you're not leading them on. Like, hey, we both knew this could happen, like that. Yeah, I think so. I I, I guess yeah, I'd have to put into words exactly what you do wrong because maybe it's not anything. Right. I mean, I never lie, so I'm I'm like I'm really into you, which is true, mm-hmm. and I'm like sleeping with them. Like this is amazing. You're amazing, which is true. And I guess then, you're not telling them the whole truth, which is okay. Last night I was with someone else, telling this to someone else. Right. But that doesn't come up. I don't have to disclose that. Right, you're not lying. So what do you do? You think that's mean, or I mean, obviously, if you said someone think it's else, good. The day I don't before, know. I, I, like, what do you what do you expect Jake to do in this situation? Being like, I really like you, but just know that in the last week, there's been somebody else. Like, would, that's not a normal thing to say. No, is it? no, I don't, and I don't think you need to disclose that. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, what? don't don't hate a pimp. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I won't slap your hand. <laughs> I mean, God, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose the most. I could see a universe where you would be saying, "I should let you know, I have a pattern where I blah blah blah." But like, I can't imagine actually saying that. Yeah, you nobody know? actually. I think says the that. I think the real problem is afterwards when it's it's my dodging. It's I'm never direct with somebody like after when they're saying like, "Hey, we should go out again." I'm never like, hey, you know what? I actually – I'm over this. I don't want to see you. But like in my mind, I'm like that's just rude and that's like – I'm, I'd rather do these white lies of saying mm-hmm. I can't. I got to get dinner with my, with my brother tonight. So well, maybe a lot of next guys week. do that. Yeah. So I, maybe I like next push, week. That's yeah. the way to say no. Two dodged, two, two dodged hangouts and, a, and an unanswered text I think is the new yeah. uh, breakup. I think you're not mean to girls. There's just a lot of girls out there that are confused being like, wait, what happened? How can we fell off? The yeah. Road? One of my friends is like, you don't have any like – you don't have ex-girlfriends. You just have estranged friends. Right. Just like, wait, why did he not – A lot of hanging chats. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine going on a great date and then you left and you just feel – a flurry of excitement be like, ooh, that guy was so awesome. He was so fun and he seemed into me. I can't wait to see him again. And then it's just dodging. Yeah, no, that that You think I'm awesome and fun? Yeah. All right. I mean, look at this guy. He's not not having any troubles getting ladies. I mean, he's a tall, handsome, funny, sweet, sincere guy. Thank you. He knows knows how to play the game correctly. That's good. And then, you know what? He likes to to sleep. He likes to sleep with women. So, like, who's to say that he shouldn't, he doesn't deserve 
How many how many girls have you slept with? This is awful. <laughs> since you've been me, here, tell, tell me about you your one since you've been out here. I know, I know for a fact, fact you have. <laughs> tell me, um, how did it feel when it happened to you? <laughs> it's it's really confusing because well, it's sort oh, you're of saying very you've slowly. Slept with a Jake before. I don't know if I've... I'm not the only one out there. There's got to be. There's, right. oh, there's, there's plenty of you. Yeah. You're a whole breed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... It's just the, when it's the, the slow... It slowly dawns on you, this is not going where you thought it was going to. Right. Um, and that's kind of the least pleasant part. And then there's a lot of talking to your friends about it and like trying to kind of parse what happened yeah and and then and you said like this feel, and then i did this and did stupid? i do stupid you like i've i'm he tricked me like he tricked all those other girls it's been a or, long time since i've had yourself. this kind of experience but you you're like oh no what did I do usually wrong? usually you think that you i thought he liked me but there must have been you try to figure out what you did wrong wow it must have been love. I will say for any girl out there that's happened to you, it, it, it's never anything they did wrong. It's just something fundamentally wrong with me. Yeah. Like I need constant attention and affection from other people. I'm like needy. So one person is just not enough. Yeah. But see, the girl would say, but I, but I, I like you. I want to give you that attention. Right. Yeah, you and 17 others, sister. So take a number that's and not... hit the back of the line, all right? Daddy's got a nut and eat brunch today. <laughs> all so right, it's... come on. I'm not going to slap your when you see him in the street. <laughs> So it's really nothing about these particular girls. It's you don't even come up with a like, oh, she's to this or to that or whatever. It's really just about you no. just need something new. Yeah, I mean, everybody I've ever slept with is better than I am. They're great. They're you. I mean, they're that's not true. You slept with some terrible people. Yeah, sorry, that's true. Uh, some people are terrible, awful people. But I, I do think it's mostly uh, like remember Roberta. Roberta, yeah, yeah that's just yeah. terrible. We should say her last name. <laughs> By the way, it just took me seven attempts in my brain to think of a girl, Jake, a name of a girl Jake hasn't slept with so that they wouldn't be offended. Like, Remember, no, yeah, uh, I don't want to say, okay. Roberta, <laughs> Roberta. Uh, yeah, I think it's never, or most of the time, not on them. It's most of the time on me. It's just like, I want something new. That's mm-hmm. it. A good a good example of that is like I'm like oh this girl's great and you're like yeah she's she's got everything she checks every box I'm like oh what's the problem with her he's like oh the problem is that she's not ninety other ninety different people that's all what you said to me like, yeah. I forget well obviously I'm not gonna say that name but like that's that's her problem she's not twelve different girls <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah if only she was twelve different girls and not one. Unfortunately, every girl is just one. Yeah. On day two, she's not new. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like day two, she's this doesn't not really new. bother you, does it? I mean, like, because there's, I'm like, because like, I could be like, well, it sounds like you don't really want anyone to know the real you. But, but he's very self aware and very honest, which yeah. is another level to the enigma. I mean, he wants to better himself in a way. And it seems like, I mean, there's a little bit of remorse, but then at night, there's no remorse. You're a, right. what is it called? Something in the morning? I'm a beggar in the morning and, and a uh, king, and a king at, at night. night. Yeah. yeah. Why be a king when you could be a rap god, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like you're having fun and you're not wishing that you were different. Is that right? Yeah, I think I can like see in my future because my parents got married very young and they're still together, and I like romanticize that like building history with somebody and like creating a family. That sounds amazing, and I do want that. And uh, but it, at the same time, I guess like more than feeling guilty, sometimes I'm scared. I'm like, I'll never be able to have what they had because number one, I'm already 28, so like I can't. I have to meet somebody immediately and start having a family and like I don't know, build that whole thing, which sounds great, but. I'll, at the same time, I can't see myself settling down with someone. Anybody? I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe oh, there's right. a girl out there. You like someone for over two weeks right now. Yeah, and I honestly, I don't know if Katie Holmes listens to this podcast. But... <laughs> no relation. <laughs> um. So your podcast. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, I think one of our live booking agents. <laughs> the most boring story ever. Our agent told us we should have a podcast. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, yeah, maybe we should have a podcast. And we always put it off because we were busy with Jake and Amir stuff. But then we went to one a week for Jake and Amir when we were at two. So we it freed up some time. We're like, yeah, let's just have a podcast. How hard can it be? Well, well that was we did think it would be hard. We're like, I don't, we don't know how to, we don't know how to do it. We yeah, and we didn't know. Nobody wanted to like. Just learn how to plug in the microphones and record anything. I still don't want to, but thank God he did. Yeah. So now we're good. <laughs> another another uh, instance of me eating off of a mere silver platter, actually. Why did your booking agent think that it would be good? Because it's another thing that he can put us on tour for. So, like, me and Jake do sketch comedy sometimes mm-hmm. at, at colleges. But he's like, you know, we have a lot of clients that weren't necessarily big names uh, in the live world, but now they have podcasts that are big and people are coming out to see them. Do you ever do live podcasts? We have, actually, yes. And it's fun, um, right? It is fun, yeah. I, well, I do a lot with Adam Kroll's show, but then Allison Rosen and your best friend has also done some live podcasts. In fact, we have a bonus episode available. <laughs> we did <laughs> one live at LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Matt Costa, oh. um, and also Gary, it? Matt, and Chris. Festival? It was we were in October, that, right? But we were in New York. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's the first weekend in October. That's awesome. Every year. This yeah. Is, this was the second annual. Wow. It's a good it's a good event. They take over a hotel in Santa Monica. It's cool. That's really fun. We should do that next year. Yeah. So if you need some bonus, Allison Rosen is your new best friend with all those people, you can get that by um going to the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Sure. Anyway, yeah, I do I do some of those. And it's fun because it's like the website people didn't even know who we were uh in the real world until the podcast because they only knew us as our characters. So they're like, wow, it's so cool to see Jake not be that type of guy. Or That's like what struck me about it when I listened was just how earnest you guys were and how much you really were trying to give people advice and you were giving them good <laughs> advice. Really? Oh, thank but you. I was thank I was you. surprised knowing your personas right. that, that that was the approach. I thought, it, yeah, I really liked it. That's when I was like, oh, I would love to get them on my show, but I think they're in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are. Well, thanks there for listening. Are. You're thank welcome. Thank you for having us. So um, people email in questions? Yep. Yeah, we have it. Um, I think the email is if I were you show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we just go through the email. We find the the funniest questions that we, I mean, the ones that entertain us the most. And then we just do our best to give people advice. We riff. We have fun with it. We <laughs> stop stick, it. We bit. We giggle. We shit. We stick. We, we shit. Flip. We what? But it's also sort of therapeutic, uh, at least on Jake's part, because he's able to verbalize all the weird things like, Six months ago, you might not have been able to sort of really figure out exactly what was so fucking wrong with you. And now it's, <laughs> well, you I still can't, <laughs> but it's nice to talk about it. It is like a form of therapy. It's great. The weird thing is that uh, like 40 or 50,000 people listen to it and uh, and now people know like my deepest problems. But uh, whatever. <laughs> what questions tend to come up the most? Mm, relationship stuff. A lot of questions about like. We went on a great date, and now he won't return my text. That's not true. Uh, there's like, <laughs> I didn't realize know, what that's what it was. But it was like, why am I in the friend zone? Yeah. There's so many – because our audience is sort of like young, like um, – at least the ones that we hear from the most. They're like 18-year-old boys. And uh, I feel like we get – the most qu- common question is I am in love with my best friend's ex or I'm in love with my best friend's girlfriend. 
and it's just it's just like when you're 18, you don't know a lot of women. So <laughs> yeah. like the one that your friend is dating is basically the only girl that you have access to. So of course you love her. And the funny thing is that so many of them are like, I love my my best friend's girlfriend. How do I steal her away? <laughs> Not how do I how do I get over this so I don't ruin my friendship? They're like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I need to bang her. <laughs> how can I sacrifice my best friend in a way that he won't care when I bang his girlfriend? <laughs> um most of the listeners being young, where do you think they are coming from? Like, why do you think your listenership is so young? I guess probably because they are um, viewership from our web, from our web series is so young. Right. But I think now we're we're starting to like just from being on the iTunes page and stuff, we're starting to reach an older audience, which is awesome. Like, we get some questions that are, you know, from people our age, which is really great. Yeah, and uh, your audience is a little bit older probably than ours, and by doing shows like this, we can maybe reach people who we wouldn't be able to reach otherwise. Some young people listen, actually, but I think probably – I imagine it's probably – wouldn't you imagine it's older than 18, like the the average? I would – yeah, I would say the average is somewhere closer to to your guys' age. That's cool. Yeah. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something. All right. This is where people tweet us things that they think are due and they wonder if it's just them or everyone. And then we say if we also do them. Jason Dix says, I think new car smell is slightly nauseating. No, I like it. Uh, I don't love it. I think I like to get into uh, – I don't know how, how, how uh, deep are we supposed to delve here. Have as, as deep as you want. I think it's OK. I think it's, I like to get into a new car smelling car but then roll down the windows and sort of get some fresh air in there. But I think it's – I wouldn't want to like sit in there with the windows up. Well, I have a new car. Does my car have the new car smell? Yeah, and I like driving around with the windows down. <laughs> well, I wish you would have verbalized it because now I feel like a real asshole <laughs> Tonda, brother, for, for doing you a favor actually. Right, I, I drove you around the entire city and God forbid I didn't roll the windows <laughs> down. So I guess Jake's feeling nauseous. So what? I actually I rolled, rolled the window. I rolled my window down three times and just kept quietly rolling it back up. I put the child lock on and strapped Jake into a child seat. Next question. I'm always worried about new car smell going away and I want to preserve it. And in fact, if there's another smell in my car, like if there's food or something in my car, I'm worried oh, that it will Yeah, will I think French fries. French fries will French probably fries will suck that up. And also, what is the know, new car smell? Leather? Leather and... But and, no, because cloth and It's the shit that they treat all the plastic with. Oh, oh. I see. It's like chemicals, like the, yeah, which like I bet you can get a spray of. I bet, yeah. Um, yeah, they make, they make like little trees that are new car smell, but it's never... It's right. not the same. It's, it's always like the best ones are like an 8 out of 10. You know, yeah. my, right. my truck, if, you, uh, if anybody's out there trying to get rid of their new car smell, um, I was in traffic and I had to pee really bad. So I peed into a Gatorade bottle. Then I put the pee under the seat and then I left my car in Los Angeles for two weeks. And my car smells awful. Yeah. So, is, is it me or is it just me or does the hot piss smell really give you nausea? Do, yeah. No. Wait, it wasn't nauseous. sealed in the bottle. It was, but it does like it didn't matter. It's just like urine will find a way to seep. Or maybe that you know plastic. I might have peed a little bit on the seat. Maybe there, it, my car smells like pee. Whatever yeah. it is. I also pissed in your car. I used your car as a toilet. <laughs> did you? Yeah. When you were back in Connecticut, I I, I did a pee pee in the truck bed. All right. Next That's one. Ghoul sure. says I only use one hand to eat wings, snacks, corn cob, etc. Clean hand for phone, shaking hands. Smart. I don't. I I don't. Um, How much do hand shaking are you doing in the middle of your meals? Right. <laughs> I know. Mid cob. I don't understand eating corn on the cob with one hand. That's, yeah, that's you must have strong forearms, boss. Yeah. Maybe he climbs. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I use two hands. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty into washing my hands too. I'll wash my hands. Like I can't lick my fingers after I'm done eating. I think that's disgusting. That's a I, weird thing about I me. I can, but then I have to wash my hands immediately after. You lick your dirty ass fingers and then you wash your hands? Yeah, because I'm trying to get the rest of whatever like wing sauce. Like, <laughs> I'm off. not about to lick barbecue sauce off my dirty ass fingers. Here's as much as you like barbecue sauce. I know. I will wash my. I'll like run to the bathroom. See, right germs after. don't bother me at Wait, all. I I'll wash lick... my hands before I eat, though. So how dirty are my hands? I know where they've been. They've yeah. just been touching these chicken wings. I guess if you else. if you wash your hands right before, yeah. yeah but I, I would lick my hand right now. I don't even. I don't know where yeah, it's been in the last couple hours. I would not. But like, I if I ate wings, I would want to wash my hands immediately. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would too, just to get the stickiness. I off. hate stickiness. Well, and because I yeah. inevitably will touch my fucking eye like within thirty seconds. Oh yeah, it'll burn. Hot sauce in my eye—that sucks. <laughs> it's not good. I'm Chris, not Chris eats everything. <laughs> yeah, and I, don't, he... I don't care. My hands been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Chris is eating his thumb right now. He's sucking on his dirty thumb. B. Slammon says, "Watching a movie at home, I keep my IMDb app open to check characters' resumes, but mostly to check the goofs segment." That's like a really boring dating ad. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. What yeah. a weird specific thing you do. Uh, I don't do that. I think you gotta you gotta immerse yourself yeah. in the movie. For me, the minute I start looking at something on my phone, which is always, I'm I'm it pulls me out of whatever I'm watching. Wait, is the goofs thing like a continuity? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I enjoy so, like, looking at wants, that stuff though. But I, guess, I, it, but like, I miss you, what I'm watching. She's so out of the moment then that she's like actually trying to find out like errors in the movie. Yeah, that's... she can't. That's no change. Actually, have you ever read the goof the goof section of Saving Private Ryan? It's fascinating. Turns out they hilarious. didn't save Ryan. Yeah, that was like a huge <laughs> continuity error. They Ryan, ended up not saving Ryan. Yeah, he wasn't private. Yeah. He wasn't saved. <laughs> Sam Ashley says, whenever I hear the HBO click fizz sound, the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme starts playing in my head. Yes. But it's the Sex and the City theme. Oh, so that's whatever HBO show you equate the most. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's The Wire for me. And oh, when I shit. hear Arliss, which I don't remember right now, Arliss. I would dive to change the channel. Much like when Wheel of Fortune comes on, i got to change that shit. Right I, before, like after Jeopardy, yes. you're like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm out too. But uh, I, don't, I don't hear anything when I hear, hear you the don't? Beach. No, I just like immediately start like wondering if there's nudity. That's like... That's even before you hear the noise. Oh, really? Yeah, you're just oh, always great. thinking about if there's just, nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always wondering about nudity. <laughs> I just Are there nudity is... in any of these tweets? There yeah. might be. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, I, I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized it is the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme that plays in my head. I was confusing uh, them that in Sex and the womp, City. Womp, yeah. womp. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Great theme. Next tweet. Really good performance. You don't run the show. I like to say next tweet. That's okay. Melissa says... A cringe every time I hear someone refer to flip flops as thongs. Yuck. Oh, I don't cringe, yeah. but I there are things like that that I do have that reaction to, I'm sure. Like words that yeah, make you words that I don't like. I, I feel like I have a lot of them and I can't think of them right now. It's not the standards. It's not like moist or something yeah, like yeah. that. Why is that? what is that? That weird aversion like, to like the words ointment and moist. I don't, I don't understand. I don't have yeah. it. Uh my grandmother used to talk about flip-flops and call them thongs and it was it would really really it was also like around the same time that the song the thong song by cisco came out so thongs were very much on my mind mm-hmm. i really didn't want to be thinking about thongs yeah. when i was talking to my grandmother yeah especially when baby made your booty go yeah that's true and my grandmother was wearing a g-string and yeah. flip-flops and i was <laughs> like this is that. insane don't yeah. make me think about thongs <laughs> g-string the post apoc says, when I wave at someone far away and then we continue walking toward each other, I pretend to be on a call until we pass. Yeah, that's just awkward. What? Wait, what does he do? He when waves he waves at, at someone. someone and then 
they continue walking toward each other. He pretends to be on a call until he passes the person. So to not have that awkward, like, I'm looking at you, I'm not looking at you, I'm looking at you. Why did he wave if he didn't want to, like, he waved him down to get his attention and then freaks out and then pretends to be on his own? Why not just pretend to be on your phone? Why wave it? Why wave originally to begin with? Oh, dear. I feel like I must be misunderstanding this question. (laughs) It sounds like such a strange thing. I'm with Amir. I don't get this. If you're waving at the person, obviously you know them. Yeah, right. and then if you do like, know hey, them, dude. Then it's... Oh, shit. Yeah. He saw me. He saw me wave at him. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what the wave is. It's an attention-grabbing technique. Am I missing something here? Um, well, I. this seems excessive, but like, let's say I am entering the studio and you're in the far part or whatever. We would wave at each other. To, to acknowledge that we see each oh, other, but I then see. we're walking towards each other, and then it's like, well, what do you do as you're walking towards each other? But to take out your phone and pretend to be on a call it seems obvious and excessive. But there is that, like, I'm walking towards you. Do I keep waving? Do I keep saying hi? Right. Do I, what do I do now? That is a, there's, like, that awkward distance where you, like, know somebody's walking towards you. You have to wave at the appropriate time so there's not, like, an uncomfortable amount of more walking distance yes. until your actual greeting. Yeah. I feel that. Maybe I do the whole head up that way. If they don't realize it's me, it's not like a huge thing that they didn't see. Nice. See that? <laughs> yeah. So like I'll open like that's actually my, my chill. Body Permission to borrow that? <laughs> Denied. Permission to borrow that, bud? Denied. Please. Granted. Begging now. <laughs> Permission to beg. <laughs> but you have to cheat your head like it's a pest dispenser opening up. So it's like women right can't really do that. Women? Have you noticed? Because they don't have an Adam's apple. That's the hinge that makes your head be able to go back. <laughs> no, I mean, we literally can do that with our heads. I'm you can't saying pull that, it off. That's not a, a gesture or a greeting that women ever use with each other unless they're super masculine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Girls usually also... jiggle their boobs, right? Waving is really hard. <laughs> like, how do you make a wave mask? It's like one. Like, oh, yeah, we're just putting your hand up. You can't go like this. Yeah, you can't that's, actually wave. Waving your hand back wave. and forth. That's like, Hi, well, that's girl. <laughs> yeah. That's my super girly wave. Elbow tucked into your body. Hi. <laughs> Hitler actually ruined the only that. cool wave. <laughs> that's it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Jerry's we had video it. here. No, that's a good I'm point. So Hitler did ruin the one yeah, <laughs> good like, wave. This is like a perfect wave. But yeah, like all of a sudden right now there. I'm anti-Semitic, God oh, forbid. I feel like he really won. He yeah. won World War II yeah. by taking that from First us. First he co-opted the swastika, which was a, uh, an Indian peace symbol, and now he takes away my, my chill wave. I'm, I'm starting to think Hitler was a jerk. Yeah, he was a douche for that. <laughs> Not to mention taking away that awesome mustache. Yeah. 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 He's uh, held that for now all I can't, of us. Now I can't rock the Hitler, which, Actually, by the way, was named before Hitler. I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I think he's a douche for this. <laughs> All right, next tweet. <laughs> Wait, I, I must stay with this one for one second longer. How Why? do all of? Because it's no, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> how do all of you guys wave? I never thought about that. Chris, how do you wave? I can't. I can't <laughs> see your hand, but I feel like. Uh... Oh yeah, it is kind of a like a very understated. It's like a sup with your hand. Yeah, I, think... I do the head move, but with my palm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. What about Gary? What do you? What do you I got? do the I do the head nod or like every now and then, like if somebody waves at me, I'll do a little like. Oh, the salute! Yeah. You know the what I do salute. more than anything is inst- I just go one one finger up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you number just, one, you just hit a home run. Yeah, in the like World I Series. like to I like to make somebody who's walking towards me feel good. I'm like, yo, this is the best moment of my day right now. Like, yeah, this is like the best thing that's happening. And then you pretend to be on your phone as they walk by, which is sort of what you do to girls. You make them the number one, and then you pretend to be on the phone. I right, look past that. No, I'm serious. 
is. Next tweet. Next tweet. So you know how you said that girls can't do the the head nod? Yes, I did say that. I feel the same way, like with with handshakes. Like I'll I'll shake hands or fist bump any guy, but if it's a girl, even if I don't know her, I'll hug her. Yeah, I I can't. I can't fist bump. Isn't it weird? For some reason, I feel like that's like almost sexist. Like the other day, I met I met a girl, shook her hand, shook her boyfriend's hand. Then we're leaving. I shook her boyfriend's hand and hugged the girl. Hugged the girl. Why does it? Why do you have to hug? It's weird. I always feel weird when I put my hand out to shake someone's hand, like I'm being like, "Pull there, pal." It it feels you're yeah, it feels you're right weird for us too. But I but it feels weird to just instantly hug. There's got to be a third option, making out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just French. All Am right. I the only one who? Erica Kelly says synchronized breathing habits while sleeping, trying to sleep. Just notice me and my dog breathing at the same time. Weird. This is a weird one because I am having trouble figuring out. How it is working? Okay, let's see. Just me or everyone? Synchronize? Like, I guess she's saying, have you got? Have you noticed that you have synchronized breathing habits? Right, and then if you didn't try to match breathing habits yeah. with your dog, yeah, which is hard because their heart beats a lot faster. So it's like she's trying to sleep like, like a chihuahua. Yeah, she and she'll have <laughs> dreams of chasing squirrels. Yeah. Erica, she just I can see her legs four, yeah. <laughs> all four limbs up in the air. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't ever. I've never done that. Just you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. By the way, it is weird. She called it out, and she's correct. Weird. Weird at the end. Weird. Anthony Campadonico. Campadonico. Nice. Says, is it just me or do I have a weird name? <laughs> when I'm near flashing strobe lights at parties, I am afraid they'll give me a seizure. Um, well, do you have epilepsy or something where it'll bring on a seizure? Or can they just give any – I think you have to have a special condition. It's, it's, right? I think it can happen to anybody. Oh, really? It's, more, it's a much bigger risk. We, like, we have to be really What's cognizant the- of this because of Randy. What's oh, the yeah. me- what's the medical what definition of a seizure? Well, he has he, he has, has epilepsy. Does he have epilepsy, or is he's, just like prone to seizures? He does not have epilepsy, but he's like very prone to seizures. And what wow. what causes us? What what is going on in your body when you're seizing? Is it something in your brain? Something th- in your nervous system? I think it's like uh, you answer if you know better. I, know. I think it's like basically an electrical yes. firing of all your neurons or your oh synapses God, or something. But you're not aware of it. Like, like he wakes up from them. So oh, so he'll just he'll just go down. He, like, and then... he just goes down. Like like one of them happened in Beachwood Market, and he just he was shopping, and then he woke up, and there were people standing all above him. Like how long out. do they last? A couple minutes. Man, that's fucking scary. When I first moved into the house, his brother took me aside really seriously and was like, "All right, if Chandler sees, if Randy sees is in front of you, <laughs> this is his roommate that has a fake name for the purposes of the podcast, except that usually the fake name is preceded by the real name, and then oh, I mean, <laughs> well, he likes the fame, so he's like, "Why do you guys use a fake name?" So oh, I refuse okay. to use the real name. So Randy's brother like took me aside very seriously and was like, "If Randy ever seizes, you take his wallet, you put it in his mouth, and you watch him. You don't call an ambulance." And I was like, "Fuck you! If he has a seizure in front of me, I'm calling an ambulance immediately." Wallet like, in the mouth? No, we know that's so a fucking waste of tongue. money. And I'm like, wow. no. Oh, I'm, it happens that often. Wow. It, it happened twice. It, it hasn't. He's got medicine now. He's kind of under control. I love that he pulled you aside to tell you how to not waste money on his brother's seizure. Yeah. Pulled you exactly aside to sincerely tell you not to help his brother. Yeah, he's like, do, do not fucking call him. Do, please. But it's, but it's not epilepsy? Uh-uh. It's, he's got like a super, super rare thing, like to the point that I told Drew about it and he had to go look it up. Like it's, it's some kind of. Something in like his liver, I think he's supposed to have two hundred of them, and he only has fifteen. And mm, that'll do it. You need yeah. two hundred of them. <laughs> he had to like go fly to Colorado to, like, to get the other one. One eighty-five doctor who does this. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. And what did the doctor do? Said stop drinking and stop smoking, or you're going to kill yourself. Did he? Stop smoking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's not a life I want to lead, brother. <laughs> yeah. 
High five. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Brian Kennard says, when that little number bubble thing pops up above an app on my phone, I must address it immediately. Yep. I do that. My yeah. comfort level with bubble numbers, unfortunately, has grown. Like, right, I usually my mail, I don't have any, but right now it has um, 332. Oh, mm. God, that stresses yeah. me it, out. It gives me such bad anxiety. Nope. It's a, because it's a new phone, and I somehow it, imp- I don't understand how this happened because it was a zero before, and somehow the new phone part of it is making it, oh, I wonder if I have, if it's something with the iCloud. Once you hit triple digits, I think it's a little easier. Yeah, because then you just ignore it completely. Yeah. Like if it's Adam, like one Adam's or two. Adam's phone has like 999 calls. <laughs> yeah, his, he's got full voice. It's crazy. Oh, my God. But like my roommates have like – one of my roommates has like 10,000 unread emails. And every time I see his phone, I, I start to like really get anxious. One of my friends has the same thing. You don't even see 10,000. No, you, you see like see you see one the like, dot, dot, yeah, dot, three. Insane. And, and he like, has that for like 40 apps. Yeah. yeah. He also that... – you just downloaded an inordinate number of apps. Like why do you have that many apps? You can't control your, your native app of the email and you're <laughs> You're gonna download. You're gonna download excessive apps. Oh my god! It's, it gives me such bad anxiety. Me too. Like, mine's at 36 right now, and it's freaking me out. Because <laughs> well, you, because I know that. Do you leave I, them unread if it's something you have to address? Yes. That's I use I use Mailbox, which stresses the the in, the importance of inbox zero. So I never have any emails in my inbox. See, I downloaded Mailbox. I and did too, but I don't use it. I downloaded Mailbox, and for some reason, it marked everything that was already marked as read in Gmail as brand new. Because mm. like that's the way it does it, and then you're supposed to clear it all out and right. to zero. Yeah, deleted that shit immediately. Yeah, I did the same thing. Scared the shit out of me. I, I just like marked it. everything is gone and started fresh. Wow. See, that's what they want you to do. But I was a, I was positive that then I would lose my entire email history or something. Not feeling it either. I'm so yeah. I'm Mm-mm. too scared of my work email. Wait, does it make sense that if I have a new phone, all of a sudden I have 331 unread emails, whereas before I didn't? Do you have an email account besides your Gmail and Adam Carolla ones? Do you have like an an at Mac or an at me? Well, I have the iCloud one that I don't use, but I wonder if accidentally I had something going through iCloud. Maybe. That's no. yes, that's the only thing I can think of cuz Gmail accounts don't have any bearing on a new phone. It's just how many are unread in Gmail. Right. Write us in. What do you think is the cause of Allison's <laughs> 331 emails next caller? <laughs> All right. That's the end of just me or everyone. Um Let's see. We do have an – oh, I don't I don't have anything for this other segment off the top of my head, but you guys might. We have a segment called um, – this is what it's called. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. So we can swear. Yeah, <laughs> and it's where we single out if there's like a commenter or someone says me not shitty on Twitter or Facebook or just someone in your own life. Uh, whether right, you know them or not. Okay. Uh, we recently had the engineer of the Adam Carolla show on Allison's – show as a guest and uh he tweeted about it like right before the show and somebody tweeted back at him like who's gonna be running the board like this doesn't sound very this doesn't sound very reasonable and he replied like with my twitter handles like well he does it for this show and the guy was like i don't know about that that doesn't sound like the best idea like you know what hey hey, (laughs) go fuck yourself like two and a half years fucker like the episodes are fine what that that was your dad (laughs) yeah it was my dad ironically yeah 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 that's what that guy can do yeah chris hey hey go fuck yourself anyone pissing you off no no i'm good (laughs) i feel like that's what someone who's like gonna murder someone says yeah if no one's pissing you off then you're pissing a lot of people off did you get jumped like two weeks ago I got nothing but love for him, brother. <laughs> fine. <We're> fine. <laughs> They've made peace with it. 
anyone uh, you guys want to to tell to do this? I don't know. Nobody's really pissing me off. Uh, Jake's kind of annoying me with like the new car smell shit. I mean, I didn't I didn't deserve to be on blast for that. I'll yeah. tell you. You know what, Jake? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, go fuck yourself. That's yeah. fair. I deserved it. <laughs> um, I will say it's been really nice. I'm staying at Amir's parents' house since I've been here, and uh, they've been taking care of me. I've got a pull-out couch. I have a, my own bathroom. Um, his mother's been cooking for me, and I would say at this point that we've had enough Israeli couscous. Insane. It's been <laughs> it's been the dinner <laughs> for, for for I guess six well, nights it, in a row. Does, it's not like just that. That's just well, one yeah, of the many chicken, many things that pasta, she makes there's for you. Vegetables, in addition to the course, laundry, and I, but I'm tired yeah. of the Israeli couscous just as, a, as an option. Yeah. So, so you want you I, want her to I'm, not even you know put what? it. Yeah, I didn't interrupt you while you were talking. So I would tell your mom, <laughs> Hey, hey. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Cold. can I go again? Yeah, I feel sure. like uh, so, Jake. For you to uh, tell my mom that uh, this this kind, nurturing, courageous woman for bringing you in, letting you stay free of charge, feeding you, doing your laundry, cleaning your bathroom, making your bed, to tell her to go f herself. I feel like I should tell you to. Hey, hey, hey! Go fuck yourself. I will just uh, make one <laughs> amendment. Uh, I make my own bed. She obviously doesn't think I do a good enough job. She remakes it. And, you know, I'll say, I'll say again that you're saying she cooks for me, but I feel like she cooked the one, one massive pot of Israeli couscous has been, and has been feeding it to me for, for six to seven straight days. So for that, I would tell your mother, Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I feel bad because this is the one podcast my mom listens to. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know any... Bit of Mrs. Blumenfeld, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, are you guys staying in Encino? Is that where your parents still are? Yeah. And what are you? Do you know where you're going to move? I assume you're not going to stay there forever. We just found a place, which is like a, a six month, sort of fully furnished, semi permanent sublettery uh, in Silver Lake. Nice. Are you guys going to be roommates? Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> That's a bad idea. We fucked ourselves. <laughs> What about you? Do you have anybody you want to tell to uh, go fuck themselves? You know, usually I would, and I'm sure I do. Off the t- oh. Fuck it. I'll say Amir's mom, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already is- gave the f- the florist who wanted to charge 8000 for flowers, I-, I told her to fuck herself on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could say it again. Just that's, that's how much you mean it. Yeah. No, I'm kind of over that, though. I'm sure. I just feel like... When's your wedding? Uh, in March. I'd love an invite. Are we thinking first day of spring, March 23rd type of deal? <laughs> March 8th. March 8th. Oh, that's lovely. Was you that are, a Saturday? You're absolutely Saturday. overstepping right now. Why? I'm sure she sent out save the dates, but not necessarily invites yet. I haven't sent out invites yet. Okay. I didn't even do save the dates, actually. This is insane. <laughs> you can tell him you're to fuck himself for this. What are you talking Wait, about? I love weddings. Save the dates? I feel like you're playing kind of fast and loose. Is it going to be a small group of like friends and family who kind of already are know you, the date? Are you guys invited? To no, a party later. Oh uh-huh. no, to the party later. I don't. I don't even know. I don't know when the date of that is no, yet. No, no, right. But you haven't sent out save the dates for the wedding. I've texted people. It's it's like a, uh, basically just immediate family, and okay, they already well, know. So yeah, that's, everyone, that's, that's the that's, that's, that's the thing is everyone they know already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this party later. What's the deal with the party oh later? God. Well, that you guys, I would love if you came to that. Okay. So good. yeah, we're having a tiny wedding, and then we're gonna have a party. Like I don't know, I don't know what the, I don't know party or reception. I don't know what the word is. Like a big celebration after. Where? When? When would that be? Jesus! I'd love Chill. to go. That's I it. I know. We can all tell what you're getting at. <laughs> It'll be over the summer. It's a, what works for you. I want to say mid to late June. 
<laughs> but I'd like you to run the date by me a little later. Because <laughs> I'd hate for me to have some other shit going on and miss <laughs> Actually, it. you're putting me on the spot right now. So I just need to find a good, not too expensive location in LA. LA. If anyone who has that My parents is listening, house. pick like a skating rink. Pool? Done. Ice oh skating rink in July? That, Hell yeah. Like Larry Miller's kids. It's fucking 100 degrees in the valley. There's nothing, there's nothing better than an ice skating rink in July in the right. valley. We've I'm been wanting you. to go ice skating. To, oh, that'd be a silly way to celebrate a wedding, but it'd be fun. <laughs> Think of how cool you'd look like ice skating in a wedding dress. That'd be no. so cool. Would you be wearing your wedding dress if it's months after the reception? You'd have to wear know. something special. Yeah, Would but it doesn't have to be a wedding more dress. Than one wearing out of that thing for what yeah. it costs. Not I that don't... I know, but. But yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard. I've My heard friend stories. who did this, who did the like very small wedding out of town, and then had the big wedding celebration at here. She did wear her wedding dress. Interesting. So maybe I will. Although I've been envisioning it not quite in my wedding dress. Yeah, I don't think you need to. I mean, if I'm going to be there, I might wear like. Should I wear a tux? You or should sh- wear her wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, you. I've seen you show up to several wedding parties <laughs> trying to outdress the bride, <laughs> just throwing, <laughs> throwing red paint on, trying to douse the bride in red paint. You missed every a, single time. You're wearing a gown. <laughs> you're soaking wet. Head to the flow. But I do feel like I should tell someone to go fuck themselves, and I don't want it to be that woman again. Let's see. Couscous every night, though. I know. But That's like, what I'm saying. Oh, no, I don't, I don't mean that, that woman wasn't your mom. That woman was no, the forest. Yeah, of course. Your mom it's sounds still, lovely. It's too much couscous. Um, let's <laughs> see. You reach a point yeah, and there's, and there's enough, enough other food that you don't have to have the couscous. Well, she pushes oh, it I on know. <laughs> she pushes it. Yeah. She pushes it because it's not to my plate. Go ahead. Just for the sake of uh, of participating. But to everyone who has made me feel an immense amount of pressure over the wedding who really has no vested interest in it. Like this guy who, right here. No, not yeah. you. He's not Asking you where the party not is, yeah. what you're going to wear. No. Chill <laughs> right. Honestly, cool No, that's it. not what I don't mean you. I don't you sent out the save the dates? That was just totally directed at you. How no, is it, it not? No, wasn't. it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm over feeling pressure. I'm immune to it now. You're done. I'm done. But, no, I mean, that's not true. But, no, it's, <laughs> but, but it's not you I'm thinking of at all. It's their specific... People who are like, oh, you should have done this by this and blah, blah, blah. And they're probably right, but still they can just all go fuck themselves. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. There that also wasn't directed at you, Gary, I'm realizing. I was just thinking that. No, it really, it, was, it really You're isn't. You're a real bridezilla, and at this point I don't think I even want to go to your party. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine... <laughs> What's going down over there with the florists you're yelling at? And the, 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 what is there, like a mashed potato bar, an omelet bar? What sort of food Fuck bar Fuck it, are if there's having? an omelet bar, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. <there. laughs> mashed potato bar. I really don't want to be one. I'm not really one, right? No, no I'm just okay. joking. Okay, great. I can joke around about it because you're so obviously not that. Perfect answer. Thank you. And thank you for winking, too. You pulled it off in a non-creepy way. Wow. I didn't even know that I was winking. That just came out of my body. (laughs) You just did it again. I'm seizing. That time was creepy. (laughs) Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on my show. This was really fun. Like I said, I've been a fan for a long time, and I um, have wanted to have you on. So here you are. It's been really fun. I'm glad we did it. Thank you so much for having us. We had a great time. So tell Uh, Can we plug uh, one of our sponsors just because we didn't give them enough uh, traffic earlier? (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) But you can plug what you want people to go f- go seek out they oh, can, yeah, yeah. your twitter addresses and all if that. you thought this show was funny our podcast <laughs> is slightly less so but still pretty enjoyable uh it's if i were you is the name of the podcast and jake is where you can watch our videos there all right go. and they can follow you on twitter at 
Jake and Amir? Yeah, that's my Twitter handle, and Jake's is Jake Hurwitz. There's no, there's no need to follow me. Yeah, he doesn't ever tweet. So just, uh, what about your Instagram, bud? I feel like you it's take some fine, pretty chill man. photos. <laughs> that's, uh, I really appreciate. think you need some the more. The fact that you Instagram think they're chill followers. though, that's more than I need, and I don't Jake need any Hurwitz, validation. Please All follow right. Jake on Instagram. If you're at, if you're at your computer, or at your phone, take it out. Search Jake Hurwitz on Instagram. And you Get, know what? If you're feeling it, why don't you guys? Text an angry text to Amir's girlfriend, her, 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 her ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Chris at Chris Loxamana. And you can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And we have a ringtone available. You've heard it. What? Yeah. Is it Hey Go Fuck Yourself? Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Here it is. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Awesome. You need this. If for no other reason, then you can be in public and your phone will ring and then you'll find other people who listen to the show. Yeah. Someone wrote in and said they were in Target and the clerk's like, oh, I love that show. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So um, – and you can you can make it your, your alarm when you wake up and um, all sorts of delightful things. So you can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Tight. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything – um, click through the banner on my website if you want, if you would. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. And that's uh, – my website is alisonrosen.com. Do people use that, the Amazon thing? We should do the Amazon thing. You should. Do people do it? They do. They do? Mm-hmm. Wow. You make and some it, good monies? Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Fun. I'd love to know. I'd, I'd love to look at your receipts. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really nice. And then they tweet me and tell me what they bought, and I always love that too. Yeah, it's we like, can do Thank that. you for the support. That's wonderful. And what, you get like 10% of the total sales? No, it's less than that. It's um, 7. 7%. 7%. I th- but I think it's it depends. It's, yeah, it's the same. It's, it's sales tax wherever you, are, you would be buying it from. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Hmm. You got to really get a lot of people using Amazon. You do. But still, it's better than nothing. I don't know. We're pretty loaded. This is a conversation is. to have out in the in the hallway after the show. I'm just afraid the microphones won't reach there, buddy. <laughs> if we're gonna have it on mic, we might as well have it in the studio. We're not. What? We shouldn't, huh? <laughs> well, thank you again so much, and thank, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?
This is Corolla Digital.